Welcome back to another edition of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. On today's episode, we are talking about the MWBE program, or the Minority and Women Business Enterprise. We're going to discuss why this program is so important to the Gaston County business community and the surrounding area, as well as talk about the big summer outreach event coming up. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another edition of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. I am Dandrea Bradley, and with me here today, I have Dr. David Williams, who is the MWBE Outreach Coordinator with the County Manager's Office. I also have Rebecca Edison, who is the Public Works Project Manager, and our special guest is Kamisha Ferris. She is the CEO of Anointed Flooring, so welcome to all of you. Thanks for joining us. All right, so David, I'm going to start with you. You know, we hear, you know, MWBE, you know, around county government. Tell us exactly what MWBE is. Uh, Dandria, I want to say first, thank you for doing this. It's certainly a great opportunity to talk about MWBE and HUB. Um, MWBE is an acronym that stands for Minority and Women's Business Enterprise, okay, which is synonymous with HUB, which stands for Historically Underutilized Businesses. And so basically what that is, this is an effort, uh, an opportunity for county, local governments to uh, help small businesses, uh, minority and women-owned businesses. And we know that small businesses make up the vast majority of businesses in the country. Right. So that's the reason why it's a game changer. Certainly is an impactful program. Uh, The county commissioners... uh, I'll give them credit for a couple of years ago, revamped the program, upgraded it. And for example, in terms of construction projects, repair and renovation, any any project that's over $300,000 or up, uh, those projects would have to come under the MWB and HUB program uh, in terms of uh, uh, minority and women businesses, good faith efforts to really reach out to those businesses. So it certainly is a, it's definitely a, a, a step in the right direction in terms of helping these businesses. And so that's that's really a short. It's a whole lot more to it, but uh, for for the essence of time, I think that gives a, a good brief description. Okay. Now, now, what made you want to get involved with this project or with this particular program? Well, it was, uh, it was uh, the vision of the county manager, Dr. Eagle, uh, had experience over it with the city of Charlotte, a uh, strong program there. And, um, you know, we had a conversation. And so this is really her vision to to grow the MWB hub program with Gaston County. And so that's how it got started. Uh, serving uh, previously as the county planning director for a, a, right at 15 years plus. And I had an opportunity in that in that capacity to connect with a lot of people in, in terms of construction, in terms of businesses, because that's land use. Okay. And so that that I think that was a direct connection that the county manager saw wanted me to help her implement this uh, program. Okay, so if we have, say, business owners, minority business owners, women business owners here in Gaston County and they want to get into, you know, the program, like what exactly do they have to do? Like, what does it mean to be an MWBE business? What it means is that you have to go through a, a certification process, and that's through the North Carolina Department of uh, Administration, NCDOA is the acronym for that. And um, 
it's uh, it can take some time to do that, but it's extremely important. We obviously have an MB, MWB hub uh, and Commissioner Farris's company here today probably get a little bit of detail in terms of that process. But what it does is, again, it's a game changer. You get put on the statewide list, and not just for local government projects, funded public projects, but you also get put on the statewide project. So when there's things for construction, drywall, whatever the case may be, goods and services, supplies, uh, you get an opportunity to bid on those projects. But I think an indirect uh, connection to it is you get to meet other uh, minority and women-owned businesses and you make connections. So there may be work in the private sector. A lot of these companies, don't, they don't simply do, they don't only do public sector work, they do private sector work. So the networking is extremely important. So that's why being certified, uh, being hub certified, really puts you at the table. If you're not, doesn't mean that you can't still bid for jobs, but it just puts you in a better position, a a competitive advantage of those who may not have it. So that's why we really, really stress and push here at the county of getting, uh, getting certified. Now, you mentioned the MWBE certification. So, Kamisha, I want to come to you. Um, You are the CEO of Anointed Flooring, and you yourself are an uh, MWBE certified business owner. So talk to us a little bit about um, your background, your company, how you you found out about MWBE. Sure. Thank you for for having me on this wonderful podcast. I I live and breathe um, MWBE and small businesses. Okay. and so I started in 2004. So we are a full service flooring company. We provide flooring solutions to both commercial and government clients. We specialize in carpet, tile, resilient, and rubber flooring. Okay. And to kind of give you um, an example of some of the projects that we work on, we work with CMS, K through 12, higher ed, um, UNC Charlotte, um, UNC Systems, and we do healthcare industrial, hospitality, military installations, um, pretty much every sector of construction that you can think of we have participated in. Okay, wow. And so starting the company back in 2004, um, we had a relationship with the local government, with the city of Charlotte. And at the time, um, they were the, some of the program terms kind of changed, but certification has always been since 2004. And um, as when I found out about it, I felt that it would be the best direction to take our company as far as in marketing. So okay. it's a marketing tool. It doesn't guarantee that you get certification. So I always want to tell new MWBEs, this is not a guarantee. You still have to do your due diligence. You still have to market yourself. But it is a, a um, as we like to say, kind of like a leg up. Because believe it or not, a lot of the owners and those that um, develop projects, they're looking for you. They want to um, make sure that they're doing um, the right business. Okay. So it is very important to the owners, to the city, to the county, that MWBEs are participating on projects. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, the benefits is, yes, I would definitely encourage those to who are eligible to make sure that they do go ahead and do this, get through the certifications. It is a tedious process, but it can be done. Okay. <laughs> and I'll put an extra plug in for those who may not want to deal with the the 
you know, like I said, it's a tedious process. They have people that will actually help you get certifications, but I do say certifications are free. Okay. Okay. Um, and they're usually like with North Carolina Hub, they're usually for four four years. Okay. And then you can recertify. Um, how I've found it to um, benefit our company is it has opened the door for many, many other opportunities. And uh, Dr. Williams alluded to this when it comes to private sector. Okay. A lot of times um, for subcontractors like myself, a lot of our entry points of relationship building is on the public sector. But once you start that relationship, they understand that you, you have experience, they have familiarity um, with you, then it opens up the door for the private sector. And that's kind of where our company is now. We do do public work. We like to have a very diverse portfolio. Okay. Um, and I just think that's a good way of doing business. You never want to have your eggs all in one basket. Exactly. You kind of want to be but as diverse, diversified as you can. Um, however, on the private side, it is it is amazing to get into that part of construction. So for my clients, that's where anointed is now. So we don't do a whole lot of public work, but we do a mixture public and private. Gotcha. And we, we develop those relationships along the way. So certification is to me a must, especially if you're eligible. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Dr. Williams, you mentioned a statewide list. So, Kamisha, have you done projects around the state? Like, has absolutely has that really been a benefit oh, for you? Yes. Once you're in the um, North Carolina Hub in North Carolina DOT registrar um, or database, it affords opportunities in other cities. Okay. I'll give you a prime example. So, there's like 52 community colleges in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And how do I know that? No one really knows that. But once you do the research and you see how many opportunities you have at different community colleges, it's like, wait a minute. The door is you can have a plethora of work if you choose to. Right. So just that one example, there's 52 community colleges. Did you know that in, in North Carolina? I did not know that's that. That's a significant amount, right? Yes. And that's so, a lot of floors. <laughs> it's a lot of floors. It's a lot of painting. It's a lot of this and it's a lot of that. That you can do direct contracting. You don't have to necessarily go through a general contractor if they okay. want to turn over the room. They can hire the painting company and they can hire a flooring company direct. Okay. So that's a lot of opportunities, just that Absolutely. community college thing. Yeah. So, so that's an example. I'm thinking about, you know, all the different, you know, plumbing companies out there, yes. electrical, carpentry that could really benefit from, from being on a statewide list. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'll give you another example. Even in the city of Asheville right now, there are concrete, plumbing, electrical work that they can't find anyone to do. Wow. Yeah. It's that significant. So your North Carolina hub statewide certification would be so accepted in the city of Asheville right now. And open so many and doors. So many doors. Wow. And and David, I noticed you were doing some writing, writing some notes. So um, I want you to jump in here. So you are nodding your head at a lot of what Kamisha was saying. So talk to us. Well, she's... Uh... She's saying some good stuff. I mean, like I said earlier, this is a game changer. And MWB Hub gets you at the table. 
you know the old saying when they say if you're not on if you're not at the table, you're on you the on menu. menu. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get the, the certification is to get you at definitely get you at the table and moving forward. Yeah. Now, I'll be the first to say I've gotten a lot of feedback and and Commissioner could probably delve into this a little better. It doesn't happen overnight. And just because you get certified doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna get a project. You still have to bid for the project, you got to go through the process. So this is not something overnight mm -hmm. and commission could probably add to that is that but we don't want you to uh give up your first five months six months a year uh the opportunity will come uh, but you have to be willing to persevere right and be willing to stick it out and commission is one of those companies been around for a long time and i've talked to a number of them and that's why i was shaking my head was in terms of what she was talking about there's a period of enduring you got to be willing to do that uh, but understanding mm -hmm. that the opportunity will be there. So those are some of my notes. I got some notes for outreach when you get to that part. That's what I was right right now as, as commissioner. It was bringing some things back to me. Okay, yep. absolutely. So, okay, we've mentioned work in both the public and private sectors, and we're going to, because we are local government, we're going to, you know, go back around to the, to the public sector. And so, Rebecca, I want to bring you into this conversation because you um, are with Gaston County Public Works, and you're the project coordinator or project manager. So talk to us a little bit about what Public Works' role is with regard to MWB. Sure, and thank you for having me today. I'm one of four project okay. managers in Public Works. We have one um, dedicated to ARPA projects only. Okay. And the other three of us are doing all of the local funded projects and some, some other federally funded projects. Um, so we have over 1.6 million square feet of buildings that we maintain in public works. Okay. Um, a lot of people think we're the city and we do utilities, but we are responsible for maintaining Gaston County-owned facilities where the public render services. Um, while we, our facilities division takes care of the day-to-day -day renovation, lights, you know, plumbing issues, we, uh, in the administration division, we are responsible for all the major construction, minor construction, some renovations. Okay. And so when we are in planning and design, um, we it, it's good if companies are already registered and they can already have a leg up and be on those sites. So when we go out to um, advertise for, for bids for these jobs, um, they're going to get notifications if they're registered on any of the websites and, okay. and they can build relationships with our contractors. So of course, most of our jobs are over $30,000. So we're going to hire an actual contractor. Right. And they have a because we have a 10% verifiable goal of MWBE participation then we also require that contractor to uh, do their due diligence and finding subcontractors and that can be electrical mechanical plumbing flooring IT video concrete asphalt i mean there's so many different subs that a contractor may hire in a project and we have them off also sign an affidavit saying that they did their due diligence mm -hmm. and they either were able to find an MWBE subcontractor or they weren't, but they did their due diligence. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. 
All right. So, David, let's talk a little bit about the outreach, because I know you probably also work with Rebecca and Public Works with regard to the outreach part of the MWB program. So what does that look like? Uh, that's a great question. Um, um, outreach is uh, it's a it's a it's a big process. Uh, when I first came into this this um, this program, my, one of my first thing was to work with all the departments. Obviously, we're working closely with Public Works. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been great, and um, we developed uh, a contractors list, and uh, we update it all the time when we get new people. And so, outreach, you know, if you could vision, uh, you know, connecting with people who own businesses but they don't really know about MWB. They don't know about Hub. And so the outreach effort is all of us, right? I always, you hear me saying this a lot, D'Andrea and uh, Rebecca's commissions, that is I coordinate the outreach, but it's my view, it's all hands on deck. We're right. all involved because MWB touches everything. When you're talking about building projects or where they have supplies, that touches all departments. So the outreach is all of us. And one of the things that we started was what you call Lunch and Learn. And I'm glad to say that the North of Florida was instrumental in helping us conceive that. And so Commissioner made herself available. She sponsored the, the lunch. And we had probably a good 25 people there. So doing those, those type Lunch and Learns, uh, me being available me being the face in terms of the outreach uh, coordination part of it allows for people to be able to have someone to talk to. And one of the things I like to do, I like to bring people to the office and talk to them about their business, get to know them. So uh, we, we take ownership in this together. And it's not simply about getting certified. That's, a, that's the bedrock of this program, no question about it. But I think when we build trust and, and trust with these small businesses, and bring them in, and they feel comfortable being in this space. I think we're 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 in a better position to be successful in them getting certified. So, to answer your question, outreach to me is it runs the gamut. It's a full spectrum of people. Uh, even yourself, Dandre, you've helped out with that. Uh, we've reached out to the city of Gastonia, Gaston College, the school system, uh, just a just a number of. Uh, uh, venues and organizations to really help out with it. Uh, because at the end of the day, when you think about the impact that small businesses make in the community, right? Uh, in terms of job creation, in terms of tax revenue, it's just a win-win for everyone. So outreach is critical because there are some people who don't know about it. Uh, for example, I was talking to a, a, a gentleman that's been in this community for a long time. He owns a, a, he's a minority painting contractor, 76 years old. And he knows me, and I brought him down. He didn't know anything about uh, MWB Hub. And so those are the kinds of things we're trying to do in outreach. And so that's kind of how it, look, is how it looks. It's, it's, it's just something that involves all of us. And I, I implore uh, the organization, the community, to really take ownership in it because it, it brings benefits back to us. Absolutely. So you mentioned the Lunch and Learn, and I know you have um, a summer event coming up. So talk to us a little bit about that that event that's coming. Thank you. And uh, 
Danger, thank you for helping to promote that, being on the planning team for that. We got a planning team with just different departments, including public works, finance, uh, human resources. So we're coming at this with a lot of departments. And the event that we're having on August 10th this year is going to be held at the Gastonia Conference Center. And it's really our signature event for the year for MWB and Hub. It's really a coming together, networking, a dinner. Uh, we have some dynamic speakers that's going to be uh, talking about, you know, our theme for it is uh, all about the business, how to thrive and survive, because that's what it is. A lot of times what we're finding, the research bears us out, bear it out, and that is that a lot of small businesses have a difficult time in terms of capital. And so a part of that, they don't have cash flow. Mm -hmm. So we have a gentleman that's coming to talk about cash flow. And also we have another gentleman that's doing keynote, started his business. He was the only person. Now he's up to 37 um, um, employees. And that's Taylor Interiors. And so you get individuals like that that can tell the story of where he came from and where he is today and how you pay it forward and give it back. So if there's a new MWB in the audience that maybe haven't gotten that opportunity yet, Taylor and Terrence, Terrence Arnold will be here. And, and Commissioner can tell you it's coming, but you got to be willing to uh, go through the process. So the event is set up uh, for a couple hours. It's networking, dessert, and we just want you to, you know, we just want to highlight what we've done over the past year. We've grown. The numbers have gone up, uh, Dandria. We're glad to, we'll be glad to report that out. Okay. And so we want to show some wins. If we can show some wins, I think we, we really will get people to be inspired, will be inspired, and then I want to be at the table. Absolutely. I want to be at the I want to be at the table. So I'm going to get NWB Health Certified. Yeah. That's all right. So, and Kamisha, go ahead and, and jump in here. I was going to add to um, what Dr. Williams was stating in regards to the outreach efforts. Exposure is very important. And um, for someone who's been in the space for a long time, um, that is very significant mm -hmm. and the continuum. So, and, and, I, and I tell, I sit around a lot of committees and we talk about this. If you're going to start outreach, it needs to be, honestly, planned for the whole entire year. Mm -hmm. Because what that does is you, again, want to create the exposure in the community. And it can't be a one hit or quitter, as I would say, but they, it needs to be a continuum. Because they may not come to the first outreach. They may right. not even be interested but the buzz will continue. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'll use like John's plumbing. He may sit beside Jack's electrical and Jack went to the outreach and Jack came back with, I mean, he was, he was uh, elated, excited, right. realized the opportunities because they really are, they really do exist. And so he told John Plummer, oh man, I went to the Gaston County hub outreach and oh man, I was you know, you should come because I still think that the number one marketing way word of mouth. Yes, man. <laughs> it's still word of mouth. Absolutely. And so once you create the buzz within the community, it will not be long, I promise you, you're gonna sell out. 
Right. Exactly. Because people really hear opportunities um, and they're aware. So I commend you guys to do to continue the efforts and don't just stop. So. Okay, David, you want to add to that? I do. Uh, Commissioner, (laughs) just, you know, something, something rang a bell with me. Uh, a few weeks ago, they invited me, and I thank you for that. Um, they invited me over to Charlotte to mm-hmm. see one of their their, their signature event, Metro Line mm-hmm. Minority Contractors MMCA, and mm-hmm. and and let's talk about relationships. I'm going to piggyback on this really quickly. I bet you in November, somebody told you from the hub office to contact me, so that's how I got on the workshop. We started talking. We had the lunch and learn. You got invited to our Lunch and Learn to see PCC. You met some individuals there. Taylor Interiors was presenting at that CPCC. So you see how this works? Yes, absolutely. It's all about connectivity. And I tell people, listen, you got to get out and meet people. You still have to do the networking. Right. That's not good. I mean, you can text. You can send an email. That's it's still old school. <laughs> right. Some people get want that face to face and make those human to human connections. Because I can't do business at the end of the day. Yes, I do flooring. But it's really the person that's showing up that's doing the business. People do business right. with people. That part. So they people do business with people they like mm-hmm. and they trust. Exactly. That's not going away. Building those relationships. <laughs> and I wanted I wanted to add going back to that event, and this is sort of uh I, I guess the intangible, but it's it's tangible. And that is I felt a strong connection of support. You know, it, it wasn't just about commission trying to get all the contracts or Joe trying to get all the contracts. That, it wasn't anything like that. And you won't even hear that. It was all about uplift, connection. They had a gentleman that's uh, one of the top developers or builders in Atlanta that was the, one, was the keynote speaker. He said he started his business, he, he and his wife. It was tough starting out in the bathroom and doing things. And now he's multi-million dollar mm-hmm. type construction company in Atlanta. But he found time to come to Charlotte. And Kamisha invited me and Darmel Lee, who came to the first Lunch and Learn. But they make you feel so welcome. And, mm-hmm. and, and therefore, you get that kind of energy. Because if somebody like Kamisha has been around a long time, that's taken time out of her busy schedule to uh, to work with you and help you. Uh, I can't think of the word right now, but just kind of nurture you. Mm-hmm. You need that because it can be lonely out there. Yeah, right? You know, it can be, but you're not alone. And so when we talk about community, it's a group of people coming together that has have like mindedness. Right. And so if I I, I do believe in the saying, um, um, pay it forward. Yes. Because if I win, everyone else should win. And I just believe in doing that. I don't need to get um, recognized for it. I've done it behind closed doors. Absolutely. have always paved the way for another contractor because we all need to grow. We all need to scale. Mm-hmm. And that's very important, scale and building capacity. And we have to do that with each other. Gotcha. Absolutely. So, David, the event, the summer event that's coming up, you said it's August 10th um, at the Gastonia Conference Center. So what time? 
Uh, doors open at 6. Restoration starts at 6 p.m. Uh, we do have a dinner that's going to start uh, shortly thereafter. Okay. And then we have a program. Uh, again, we have some dynamic speakers. Um, and then that'll go to about 8 o'clock. And then we're going to have we're going to have dessert and network. All right. And, I like and it. And that's the piece the commission was talking about that, you know, you're going to get some great information from these speakers. And these speakers are seasoned. Uh, but I think the major part starts at 8 o'clock when it starts networking and you exchanging cards and, and cards on the phones now. I'm, shaking I'm still hands. Shaking hands. <laughs> I'm still trying to get used to that and networking technology. But you get an opportunity to meet some really uh, the word I was looking for was genuine. Okay. Uh, because they've been there. You get a chance to, you know, you know, commission mentioned earlier about the plumber and electrical, two different, two different areas, right? But a lot of times they got con contacts with other people, insurance companies that can help out. They got, well, look, I know this young lady that has a company that does, does flooring. Now I'm in plumbing, but but she can help you out. If she can't help you out, she's got someone that can pass pass it on. Right. So that's that's where it's, it's almost like you use the term connectivity. I, I think that's a great word. And this web is so deep. And uh, uh, but no one, but Commissioner didn't start where she is in twenty twenty three. Mm, she, she, put in the work. she put in the work. <laughs> oh, yes. Put in the work. What, so, what did you say, Commissioner? You have to do your due oh, diligence. Oh, yes. yes. You're going to have to do your due a, diligence. It's, mm -hmm. I tell people that um, this is not for the faint in heart. <laughs> it truly right. isn't. I mean, you're going to sacrifice. You got to figure out where that sacrifice is going to mm -hmm. come from, but it is coming. Mm -hmm. But it is so rewarding um, to, be, to be in a position today to yes. see where I started from. And I've, I've learned personally to get out of a silo because I was the one that would be by myself, you know, on this island Had and not ask for help. Mm -hmm. You have to get, forget that. I'm telling any new MWBE, you ask for as much help. There is no wrong question. Don't be embarrassed where you are. We all have hit the highs and we all have hit the very lows mm -hmm. and all in between. So there's nothing new under the sun. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So don't don't be afraid. Get Absolutely. out there and get the help you need. Good advice. All right. So August 10th, Gastonia Conference Center, starting at six o'clock. Um, do people need to register for this event? Yes. Uh, the only way you'll be able to get in, you would have to register. And uh, seating is limited. And so once uh, capacity is reached, we, we're going to have to cut it, you know, kind of cut it off. But nonetheless, we encourage you. We have information on the county's website. Okay. And uh, information has been sent out to small businesses uh, in the Charlotte Metro region, Gaston County, Charlotte Metro region. So you have a, you have an opportunity. If, you have, if you're a small business out there, minority-owned, women business, um, in general, if you want to come out and see what, the county's trying to do in terms of this program. If you want to network with some people, some like-minded individuals, this is the opportunity to do it. And so that's going to occur on August 10th at the conference center. And what's the deadline to register? The deadline to register is August the 3rd or until we reach capacity. Okay. All and right. uh, and uh, we're going to attempt to get everyone in, but uh, we, we have to have a limit. So seating is limited, and I can tell you, uh, some information. We're already 
almost uh, around 80, 85 individuals that are registered, around 80 approximately. Uh, nice. So we're getting real, real close to our number. Sounds like yeah. people are excited <laughs> already. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, wonderful. Exactly. Is there anything else you want to add? Uh, Rebecca, how about you on the public work side? Anything you want to add to that? So we are always encouraging people to uh, be to register on the on the state's system because we call it HubSCO. That's what we refer to it in in public works. Uh, not only is it uh, a great opportunity to increase your online visibility, but we are required to verify that it is a, an MWBE business. And I actually have a question because both of you have dealt with this. How long does that process take? Because we're always encouraging people to do it, but we don't truly really know how long it takes somebody to be verifiable. I, I can, it changes um, <laughs> from time to time, depending on how backed up they are. And I'm just going to take a stab at it, but I would say at least two months. Okay. And I okay. think that's the, I'm given worst case scenario. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. About two months. That's great to know. Forty-five days to sixty days. Yeah. That's right. Two months. That's great to know because sometimes mm. people are listed as a MWBE business, but they're not necessarily registered. So when it right. comes time yeah. for our reporting, we just want to make sure that they've had time to get through that process so that we can count them. Absolutely, yeah. because you said you have a goal of what ten percent. Ten percent. I believe MWBE? last year our it's participation was goal was. Mm-hmm. I believe we were above. I think we were at twelve percent yeah, last we, year. And of course, the more those relationships are built with the contractors, then they know exactly who to go to. Absolutely. And and oh, you may know another business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't do what you do, so it continue. It shouldn't continue to increase. Creates a domino yeah. effect. Yeah. So those out there in in podcast world, you are MWBE, and I tell you, please get certified because we can. They can build. You guys can. Public Works can build that availability. It could be twenty percent, thirty percent, because right. everyone is now certified and they're in that pool to be able to increase the numbers of 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 the gold. Exactly. Right now, we got about seventy one certified businesses in Gaston County. We're trying to increase that number, and I can tell and say this, Rebecca, is that uh, Dan uh, Zing, who works closely with uh, Rebecca on this. Yep, he's our director of public works. He uh, he makes himself available. Someone's always called. So you got to talk to Dan, and I make myself available. Mm-hmm. And so we we know Dan and I know along with his team and others like you, Dandria. We know how important this is, and so we don't want to leave one phone call left unanswered. Hey, call me if I can't help you. I'm a senior Dan. They might have something. We have what you call. Uh, formal formal projects, which was the three hundred thousand or more, but there are projects that are less than that that uh, you could talk to Dan about. And uh, and when you when you come in and you do good work and you've got a track record, you've established a relationship, you've gotten to know, you know, it just helps. It just helps you out, gives you an opportunity. Can't guarantee you anything, but uh, there's a lot of work that Gaston County is doing. And it's, it's going to be doing over the next five years in terms of capital improvements program. And so uh, we have goods and services also. We won't leave that out. Gaston County make a, makes a lot of purchases, right? Mm-hmm. And so we have goods and services uh, that we're working on and uh, with the finance department and Tiffany Murray. And so uh, 
we're just looking at this from a holistic perspective and uh, talking about commission in terms of having something don't do a one-time thing. That's one thing that we, we try to do something every month or every other month. I do want to mention, Dandre, if I could, we mentioned earlier that certification is the bedrock of this program. Right. And on in September, if you're interested in getting certified, we, we have a, a workshop that uh, we have uh, uh, a contractor coming to, to help people complete their the, paperwork, the application, or like that. Mm-hmm. but the, but the seating is limited on that, and there's only 20 seats. Now we're not just going to do it one time, commission. We're going to do it again in the spring, uh, but nonetheless, we want people to come in. So right now we have about five or six registered for that, and uh, did want to put that information out. If you're interested, just reach out to myself or even Dandre. So Dandre knows where I'm at, and uh, we can uh, have you complete a form and get you registered for that event. That's amazing. And David, I know if they want more information about the MWB program and that sort of thing, where do they go? Because there is a website. There is a website uh, under the county manager's office. Uh, but you can Google uh, doing business with Gaston. Uh, you can go to Public Works. We're all connected. If Public Works has something on that site, it's connected back to me, theirs. And uh, so you can go to the Gaston County website. You can go to the Gaston County website now for the, the event on August 10th. And uh, but all all the information is there, or you can reach me at seven zero four eight six six three four seven three seven zero four eight six six three four seven three. My email address is david dot williams at gastongov dot com. So if you if you have a question, you can give me a call, email me, and uh, we'll see if we can help you. All right. Well, Dr. David Williams, Kamisha Ferris, Rebecca Edison, thank you so much for joining us here on Savvy Citizen. And we look forward to continuing this conversation uh, at the summer event on August 10th at 6 o'clock at the Gastonia Conference Center. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dandre. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. It's produced by the Gaston County Communications Office with hosts Janet Schaefer, Dandrea Bradley, Elizabeth McGee, and Adam Gobb. Joshua Braswell serves as executive producer, and Gavin Stewart serves as field reporter and producer. Please like us and share reviews on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere you get your podcasts.